Hi, and welcome to this podcast. My name is Alex Morgan, and I am the owner of Tiny Blue Rocket. So, in today's podcast, we are going to be asking and answering the question, do I need a new website? So, um, it's very easy as a web design company to constantly put out stuff saying, maybe it's time for a new website. Have you thought about changing your website? And I know people will look at it and say, no, I'm alright, thanks. Don't need a new website. Stop asking. What's the point? And the answer quite often to that question what's the point is, well, actually, when you look at what you're missing out on, you'll realise you do need a new website. Because quite easily things can get out of hand or not quite fit the purpose anymore with a website. And I've used before in a podcast and in a, in a, in a blog post the analogy that when it comes to owning a car, we know in Britain and other countries, that you've got to take your car in to be serviced every single year. It's the law, but it's also a good idea because you don't want it breaking down. You don't want it crashing. You don't want to be responsible for messing up other people's lives or affecting other people in, in one way or other or affecting your life as well. So websites, it's no different really because some people get a website built and it was built in 2009 and they say oh yeah it's fine it does does its purpose it's there it functions why do we need to change it 10 years old it desperately needs a change i mean at time rocket we've changed our website twice in the last year um once because what we were offering as a service changed and i wanted to get rid of any inaccuracies and references to things that we don't do anymore another time because I wanted just to improve the speed of it and just rip it all out and start again to build it from the ground up so it would function better and there's nothing wrong with that there's no there's no harm in, in doing that it's just to chuck everything out and start again and say okay time for a refresh time for an improvement there's no no, there's no problem with that at all so we'll look at the main reasons there are a couple of really obvious reasons why yeah, it is time for a new website. Um, the first one is the question, what's the point of the website? This comes from a, um, a discussion I had recently with a prospective client where they were talking about, oh, we can have this on our website and that on our website and we stick in a gallery here and uh, this Facebook uh, plug-in there. And it comes back to the question, yeah, but why? Why are people coming to your website? What are people looking for when they come to your website? Because back in the day, in the uh, mid-2000s up to the uh, mid-2010s, really, um, the website was everything for a business. It was the entire online presence. It's where people put up their company's um, latest news. They put up blog posts. They put up contact details. They put up products. They put up everything. Everything was on the website. But now, in a world of social media, we don't need that anymore. Your latest news, um, latest things going on, latest offers and deals and all that kind of stuff. As long as you're not an e-commerce company, all those sorts of things can be put on social media and taken off your website. People will come to you on social media. And often that's the way people first of all find out about a business is through social media. And they will have seen your tweets and your posts and they will be very aware of what you do and what you're offering. And coming to your website is often just about clarification that's it if you are for instance a plumber people might come to your website just to check oh do you fit boilers as well what's your phone number 
do you service my area? Because those sorts of things you might not be able to find easily on a plumber's Facebook or Twitter page. So the website is just for clarification. Same as maybe a cafe. You want to just check when are they open because the the tweet about opening times might have been three months ago and it's not changed since, so there's no more recent tweet. So you want to go onto the website so that you can just check when is the opening time. Oh, it's 8am. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. Fine. Excellent. And that's it. That's all people need from that website. So there's a cafe website which I've been involved with and it is basically, this is what we sell, this is when we're open, this is where we are. That's it. Because that's all they need. You don't need anything more than that. You don't need to have a three pages of information about the local area that you're in because you know there's other websites for that. What's the point in offering that? What's the point in having things on your website that are irrelevant? They just add bloat to your website. And people will be put off by irrelevant content. They want a really quick bit of clarification from your site. So that's a big one for me. What is the point? Strip out the things you don't need. That's what we did with our website. Strip out the things we don't need, the things we don't do anymore, the business. Get rid of stuff we don't require. Focus down on the absolute core of what that website has to do. And that's it. And that leads on then to our next point, which is about the visual appeal of your website. The look and feel of your site. Now, quite a few people will look at hear that sort of point and just roll their eyes and say, oh, you know, faffing around with design and making things look lovely. What is the point? And it's one of those things, like the UI, the look of a website. It is incredibly important because people will base the credibility of a business. 75% of people will base the credibility of a business on the website. So three out of four people will look at your website and go, ah, yeah, a bit outdated, a bit old-fashioned, don't really want to engage that business because the website looks like that. And that might not be the case in reality, what your business is really like, and that might not be the case. So your website, visually, will make or break your business. And 88% of online visitors as well will not engage with the business once they've had a bad experience with your website. It's very, very uh, simple, really, with visual appeal. It's got to look look nice. It's got to function. It's got to, your buttons have got to. You click on them, they go somewhere. Form's got to work. But people in 0.05 seconds will have made their mind up about a website. It's incredibly subconscious. It's so incredibly quick in our brains that we will make a judgment using that primitive part of our brain that will anticipate, analyze, and come up with a conclusion within milliseconds in our brain, we'll go, nah, nah, don't want to go to this cafe, looks rubbish. Don't want to get involved with that plumber, doesn't look like he has any idea what he's doing, because the website lets them down. And that's it. Visual appeal is that important. So we'll move on then to, to speed, because speed is becoming the most important thing nowadays, really, with a website. Because the majority... Of visitors to any website are now doing it on their phone, quite often using their phone's data as well. So they're using 4G. Uh, 5G is years away from becoming um, anywhere really in Britain outside of the main cities. Um, but until then, people are using their phone to access your website. It needs to load quickly. And that comes down to a couple of things. 
Firstly, it comes down to the size of your site. Now, quite often, older websites will be a couple of megabytes in size, whereas a newer website built with a more recent version of PHP and with better SVG icons rather than PNG files, things like that, it can make your website half the size, so 500 kilobytes rather than one megabyte. And that will be quicker for your 4G phone to load. Quicker for your visitors to load as well, obviously. Um, so speed matters when it comes to a site. People are not going to wait around anything more than five seconds, and people are not going to wait for your website to load. They're going to assume it's broken, go elsewhere, and that's it. And there's loads of things you can do to improve website speed. Uh, existing website, we can do things like moving the hosting makes a huge difference. Sometimes the hosting company you're with um, is not very good, or the promises they offered you five years ago now are not quite so accurate anymore. You can move hosting, and that's reasonably straightforward to do nowadays. Hosting companies will do it all for you, as if, a bit like changing your um, energy supplier at home, you don't even really see a point, you know, lights don't go out and everything stops working. It's, there's, a, there's a changeover that's so seamless you don't even realise. So changing hosting companies is straightforward to do and worth it. You can do things like use a content delivery network like uh, Cloudflare, CDN, to add to your business website, which will speed up its loading as well and add on extra layers of security, all these sorts of things. You can do all these things as well. You can add on a caching plugin if you've got a WordPress website, and that will speed up your website a bit. But all of these things, you can do all these things to a website, and still it doesn't function well. I was working on, working on a website recently for somebody. It was taking 41 seconds to to the load. I did all these sorts of things for them, um, everything I possibly could, and it was still taking over five seconds to load because there was a fundamental problem with parts of the website where they're trying to load an absolute mountain of tabbed content about um, people, and it was the website was trying to load all of that in one go, and it, it just the underlying fundamental layout of the website was poorly thought out and was wrong and needed to be changed. So you can do all these things to change a website and change the speed. You can add things on to an existing website. But like we did with our website, sometimes you strip it all out and start from the beginning again. Because we were previously using a plug a, a theme that was a bit bulky. Got rid of it. Put on the Elementor, Hello Elementor theme that's one of the, the light, lightest uh, and slimmed down themes that's, that's possible for WordPress. We added that on instead made a huge difference. We got rid of plugins we didn't need anymore and functions and features and things we didn't need anymore. It made a huge difference. And we couldn't have done that without having to start again from the beginning from a blank canvas and build up all over again. And sometimes you just need to do that. You just need to chuck it out and start again. So do I need a new website? Well, if, if it's slow, you do. Because any change we make will patch the problem, but it won't fix it. Starting again will fix the problem. So then we get on to lead generation, and it's one of those things, lead generation, where when I start reading about it or hearing about it, I do kind of glaze over a bit and think, oh, yeah, it's just waffle. Because it's one of those phrases and one of those sciences that's been invented to make people money uh, quite often. There's marketers out there who will um, talk about lead generation and try to bamboozle people, try to catch people out by scaremongering and saying that 
you know, it's really difficult, it's really hard. You've got to have all these different things going on and you've got to be able to capture people's details and certainly, and people make a lot of money out of doing that. And it, it it's not complex lead generation. It is very simple. When someone comes to your website, you want them to do something. Preferably, you want them to do something which you can monitor. So if they're coming to your plumbing website and they see your phone number and they add it to their phone, that's really useful because they will then get in touch with you. That's great. Um, but what you don't want them to do is look at your website and then leave and then try to find it a bit later and realise that they don't know which web website it was on. You want to capture them in some way and get their details so you can keep in touch with them and slowly convert them to becoming a regular customer. So things like on around about 70% of um, websites there's no call to action button it makes a huge difference that does because every website needs to have buttons where it's click here to get in touch find out more see our latest deals uh, give us your email address and we'll drop you a newsletter every month things like that simple little buttons that just encourage people to engage with your website and not be a passive visitor it makes a huge difference it really does um, so the example I put on the blog is if you're running a, a small cafe, a tiny little cafe in a, in a little rural village or whatever, you might think lead generation is irrelevant. It doesn't work. It doesn't, there's no point to it. Or it's too expensive. It doesn't have to be at all. All you can do is have a little button or a pop-up on your website that says, you know, drop us your email address and uh, find out more about our latest deals or what's going on at the cafe. You can then go and get yourself a free MailChimp account where you can have uh, one contact list within the free account and you automatically add people who fill in that form to your MailChimp account and then every few weeks or whenever anything happens or changes you fire out an email to all those people and people will then see the email and go, oh, good idea, I'll pop along there for a, a free coffee on the um, 1st of October, which was yesterday, for the um, World Coffee Day. So little things like that which are quick and easy to do, make a huge difference to a business. So lead generation doesn't have to be difficult, but every website should have it. Every website at its heart needs to have something going on that's encouraging and enticing um, visitors to go from being a passive visitor to being an engaged customer. Little things that pop up, little button, things like that, forms, whatever, get people to do something on your website before they leave so then you can encourage them to come back to the site or come and see you in real life and get involved. So our final point is about inconsistencies, inaccuracies and a bit about changing content as well. So in inaccuracies often comes under the sort of auspices of being a visual appeal thing. Things like having the same colours throughout all the pages and the same font size and the same font as well and all these sorts of things. And we've discussed visual um, visual appeal and visual things. Um, but it comes back down to more than that, though, in terms of inaccuracies and inconsistencies, because 44% of visitors will leave your website if they can't get in touch with you. We go back to our example of a cafe or a plumber's or whatever. If there's nothing on the site that says, hey, here's how you get in touch... Then, then they're never going to get. How are you ever going to get business from your website? Then, it's it's fundamental. If you've got a cafe, and it doesn't say where you are located, 
people will not be able to find you then. So it's very important these things are on your website. And more importantly, it's important that they are correct as well. Because you've got a phone number on your website and people get in touch with you via a phone number, they click on it or they type it into their phone and it doesn't go anywhere or it goes to some other person because two years ago you changed your phone number and your website's not up to date. You have your opening hours on your site and they're wrong. People turn up, find you, you're shut. They're going to be furious. They're going to be really annoyed and they're not going to come back. I've done it, I've done it myself before with companies. I've gone along somewhere and found that the information on the website is wrong. I'm not going back there. You know, that's not fun. So having a website that's consistent and clear is important. And that's something which you know you can keep on top of easily. But sometimes you can't. Sometimes in the past people have made a career out of building websites for people. Something I've never done myself where you build a website and it's so fundamentally difficult to change the content because there's no kind of it's not built with WordPress, or if it is, it's just kind of locked down. So only the designer can make changes. And then they will charge people a fee to make changes. And it's, it's an effective business model because it will work, but it's, you're not going to end up with them recommending you to other people. So there's a whole world of people out there who've got websites, and they can't touch it. And they might not anymore be in touch with their designer or be able to call on them or want to pay any money to make changes to website and why should they so if that's your case or you know a website like that then the important thing is to change because the world of web design has changed and we are one of many web design companies who use wordpress and who use in our case elementor page builder and the point of using elementor is not about us being unskilled or or anything like that at all or lazy or anything the point of elementor is it's a visual page builder and it's really easy to build and maintain websites i had a uh, long-standing customer who site i've moved over recently to elementor who wanted to make some changes and was a bit nervous and i just said to her here's a video to show, show you how to do it give it a go and she got in touch with me an hour later and said oh my god it's the easiest thing in the world to use to change the content it's so much better than what we had before and that's the important thing because i don't want clients for tiny blue rocket to feel they have to keep paying us a ransom for changes for the website we want to build a website that is as easy as possible to be to be built and more importantly as easy as possible for the end client to make changes to their website so they can change the phone numbers and the email addresses and opening times and bits on the website and change photos and all those sorts of things they can do that easily themselves and maintain that love of their website and keep it looking lovely and keep adapting it and keep improving it and do all those sorts of things so if you have a website where you can't make those changes don't accept that get a new website that's built in a way that ensures that you are in control of the website at all points. So, in summary, a website should be no different from a car. It needs to be regularly checked, maintained, improved, fixed, worked on, whatever. You wouldn't want to drive around without any brakes on your car. You wouldn't want to drive around with bald tyres. You'd want these things to be fixed so you're safe and it's working. Same with the website. Get it fixed, get it changed, get it, get it working. Rebuild it if need be. 
So take some time today to look at your website and ask yourself, what's the point of it? And is the website that's there fitting that point? Is it visually appealing? Does it have lead generation at its heart? Is it loading quickly? And is it easy for me to adapt and make changes to? So in answer to the question, do I need a new website? If there's any doubt about the speed, the accuracy, the point, any of those aspects of the website, then yeah, it is time for a change. If it's more than a few years old, yeah, it is time for a change. And there's no, there's no harm in that at all. So feel free today to go to timeblyrocket.co.uk and get in touch with us and we will help you get that next brilliant website for you and your business. So thanks for listening and I will hopefully see you on the next podcast.